This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. Oakland merchants are getting fed up with persistent crime. They say the break-ins and robberies are making it hard for them to keep doing business in the city and to keep their employees and customers safe. According to city data from last month, burglaries are up by 44% compared with the same time last year. Robberies in Oakland are up by 27% and violent crime is up by 18 Earlier this week, public safety advocates announced that more than a dozen merchants in the city will soon hold a one-day strike. That announcement was made at a church in East Oakland at an event hosted by the Oakland chapter of the NAACP. And it wasn't the only message they were sending to Oakland city leaders. Oakland got nothing. I'm going to say it again. Oakland got nothing. That's Cynthia Adams, the president of Oakland's NAACP chapter. She's referring to how city officials missed a crucial deadline that would have secured millions of dollars in state funding to help Oakland combat retail theft. Speakers at the event pointed fingers at what they say is city leaders' ineptitude. Missed the deadline sounds like negligence. Sounds like somebody was not focused on what was needed, what was necessary to do. Today on Fifth Emission, how the public safety debate in Oakland is heating up. Key political groups have emerged and divisions are deepening around what solutions should be. Chronicle reporter Sarah Ravani joins me to discuss how the debate has gotten so contentious, who some of the major players are, and how city leaders, including Mayor Sheng Tao, are pushing back on what she calls political theater. Will the political back and forth help the city properly address the concerns of residents and merchants? or just muddle their strategies. Here's my conversation with Chronicle reporter Sarah Ravani. Sarah, some Oakland merchants are threatening to go on strike over rising crime and a botched grant application that will see the city miss out on millions of dollars that would have helped Oakland police combat retail crime. Tell me who's organizing this effort and what exactly are they saying? On Monday, the Oakland chapter of the NAACP organized a press conference where they were criticizing the city's response to public safety, criticizing the city for missing out on that grant. And at that meeting, Carl Chan, who's a public safety advocate in Chinatown, announced that some merchants would be going on strike to send a message to the city about how they're suffering from crime. As of now, the merchant strike is scheduled for Tuesday, tentatively from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Carl Chan said that so far about 200 businesses have signed up. They've committed to closing their store hours or business hours from 10 a.m. to 12, but some may do it for longer. Now, tell me more about this pot of state money that Oakland missed out on. What happened exactly with the city's grant application since it's stirring up so much anger? So the Board of State Community Corrections approved awards last week for dozens of cities and counties. There was a pot of $276 million 
that Governor Gavin Newsom said was the largest ever single investment to combat retail theft. And when the announcement came out from the board about who the winners were, Oakland was missing from the list of grantees. We learned that the city had missed the deadline to submit its application for the grant. The city had initially told the state that there was maybe a technical issue on their end, and the state looked into it and said, no, there was no technical issues that prevented them from submitting. They simply missed the deadline. Hmm. So... Sarah, this outrage over a missed grant application is really hitting a nerve in Oakland. There's lots of residents and business owners here that are frustrated and they're scared about public safety issues in the city. And as someone who's been covering Oakland for some time now, what would you say is the temperature of the public safety debate in Oakland right now? Yeah, it's gotten pretty hot. Public safety has definitely emerged as a number one issue that Oaklanders are really worried about. This was also the case last year. You know, we saw a city survey and a Chamber of Commerce survey of residents that found crime and public safety were one of the top concerns in the city. But right now, there's just a lot of pressure. There seems to be this escalating feeling that the city needs to be doing more. And I think, like you said, you know, missing that application deadline for this grant really touched a nerve for a lot of merchants that have suffered from break and other crimes, especially over the last year. We've seen the number of robberies and burglaries skyrocket this year. And it also seems like, Sarah, you know, just it's highlighting the political divide over public safety in Oakland right now. We're hearing familiar calls to recall progressive DA Pamela Price. This is familiar in San Francisco, what happened last year with Chesa Boudin. Unpack the political dynamics in Oakland right now. Yeah, that divide, you know, it runs between progressive reformers and some public safety advocates. And we are seeing it coming to a head in Oakland and in Alameda County. Earlier this month, there were two competing events in Oakland about public safety. One was organized by Church in East Oakland, and it was a panel discussion with the DA and with the mayor and the city's police department. Mind you, I was elected and I took office January 9th. So in the last eight months that we have been in office, this is what we have done. We've increased the number of police officers and community ambassadors. And And outside of that event, some residents had organized a rally to kind of protest the state of public safety in the city. At Oakland's Genesis Worship Center, people waited outside a community safety meeting that filled up fast. We want to hear about the safety plan. What is the safety plan? At the rally, Lauren Taylor, who's a former council member and who lost the mayor's race to Mayor Tao, spoke. People are afraid to leave their homes, go downtown, and there's a sense that it's just business as usual by elected officials. He's also been very critical of Mayor Tao and the city in its response to public safety. He has said that he is exploring a run for office in 2026. Some have criticized the city and the county's progressive leadership, saying they're not doing enough. Even just this Tuesday night at the Oakland City Council meeting, some of that, some of those competing sentiments were there. There were a number of residents that were holding up signs that said people are dying, businesses are dying. We need some fast speeding up on getting criminal activity dealt with. Robberies are right now up 30 percent. The best weapon armed and violent bad actors have is the lack of coordination at City Hall, and they know it. And then you had dozens of violence prevention workers and advocates also in that room. 
you know, the police are going to come. They're going to take photos of the bullet casings, but the violence prevention, uh, the violence interrupters are the ones that are doing the work ahead of time. We know that the roots of crime and violence lie in legacies of racist oppression. There were two people sitting behind me, and I thought this was just really interesting. One person was holding a sign saying, you know, people are dying and to take money away from the Department of Violence Prevention in Oakland and said reinvest it to the city's police department. Hmm. And he was sitting next to a violence interrupter who does benefit from that money from the Department of Violence Prevention. They had a very interesting conversation where the violence interrupter said, you know, we're not in charge of burglaries or robberies or if your car gets broken into, we're really looking at gun violence and trying to interrupt that cycle. And the person that was holding the sign of, you know, taking that money away from this department was like, I didn't know that. That's really interesting. I wish I did. Mm. So it's just this like really interesting moment of two people that were kind of on opposite ends, had this very calm conversation and seemed to kind of reach a level of understanding with one another. Yeah. That's not really being emphasized in the city right now. And those kinds of moments are rare. A lot of the public safety debates have gotten so contentious, including an effort by some people to recall Alameda County's progressive DA, Pamela Price, and that's also a benchmark of how people are feeling in Oakland. Yeah, exactly. Pamela Price is the county's district attorney. She's less than a year into her tenure, and there has already been an effort to start the recall process against her. They still have to gather signatures, and it's not fully underway yet, but there is an effort that's moving forward. Hmm. Now, one major player that has been really vocal in this public safety debate in Oakland is the local chapter of the NAACP, the nation's largest civil rights organization. They've also been openly critical of DA Pamela Price. Now, that might be sort of surprising for some people. What's been happening with this local NAACP chapter? What kind of influence does it have? Well, the NAACP has just been very adamant that the city is not taking public safety seriously enough. And it also seems like they're kind of acting from a place where they don't feel heard. They have been long calling for city leaders like Mayor Shang Tao to declare a state of emergency, which she has so far refused to do. And they have also thrown their support behind former police chief Laurent Armstrong, who Mayor Tao fired back in February. So earlier this week, some current and former NAACP members held a press conference saying that the local NAACP chapter is attacking progressive leaders and it's not following in the tradition of the NAACP and its mission. They also called out some members, accusing them of spreading misinformation. And though they didn't say anyone by name, they seem to be referring to Seneca Scott, he is a former mayoral candidate who's also one of the members of the local NAACP. Scott has been criticized for saying some anti-LGBTQ comments on social media. Earlier this year, Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao fired Oakland Police Chief Laron Armstrong for allegedly mishandling misconduct charges against an officer. His dismissal has garnered support from groups like the NAACP. When might the city finally hire a new police chief and how is Tao responding to critics? Chronicle reporter Sarah Ravani will share after a quick break. You're listening to Fifth and Mission. You can support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Sarah, the NAACP chapter has also been openly critical of Mayor Sheng Tao, like you mentioned. How has the mayor explained why all these public safety concerns are happening and what has she said that she'll do to address them? Mayor Tao has said the city is working day and night to address the rising crime. She has noted that this has been a longstanding issue that's kind of come to a head now. She's very adamant that her office is out there working hard, bringing in state intervention. Last month, she announced a partnership with the state to bring CHP officers and automated license plate readers to the city to help with combating crime and helping enforce traffic. And over the last week, her office has introduced new programs to bolster public safety by creating a grant program available for Oakland residents and artists to hold events throughout the city to activate spaces. She has said that change is not going to happen overnight and that it takes time. She has also announced about a $2 million investment to speed up the city's 911 response time. The city's 911 dispatch center has been under-resourced for many years, and the state has recently said that if Oakland does not improve its system, it could lose out on some more grant money. In addition, though, you know, the mayor is dealing with some major budget constraints. Over the next two years, the city is facing a record $360 million budget deficit in its general purpose fund, which pays for police, fire, and other city services. Though the mayor increased the police department's budget slightly, there is still a feeling of underinvestment among some residents. And how has the mayor defended herself against some of these attacks from groups like the NAACP? The mayor has really tried to emphasize this notion of one Oakland and coming together to work on solutions. In response to the NAACP, she has previously said that she would love to hear what their solutions are instead of just attacks. She has declined to call a state of emergency per the NAACP's request, saying that it's just political theater and that she's already doing what the state of emergency would accomplish by working mm. with the state and working with the Alameda County Sheriff's Office. Now, earlier you mentioned that the NAACP has called on the mayor to reinstate former police chief LaRon Armstrong. Now, he's been fighting back against the city ever since he was fired in February after an independent report claimed he mishandled some police misconduct cases. And earlier this week, an independent arbitrator sided with him. What's happening there with that situation? I mean, the city's facing a lot of crime, but it doesn't have a police chief. There is a lot of pressure to find a new police chief, yes. The independent arbitrator did side with former Oakland police chief Laron Armstrong in his claim against the city over his firing, but it did not recommend that he be reinstated. Instead, it urged the city to sit down with him to find some type of resolution. 
I interviewed the mayor last week about the city's process of finding the next chief. And she said that she does not have regrets in firing him, that she lost confidence in him and how he acted after she placed him on paid administrative leave. If you remember, Armstrong participated in rallies around the city calling for his reinstatement and also criticizing the federal oversight over the city's police department. The process here is for the city's police commission to come up with a list of finalists for the position of police chief and to forward that to the mayor. And the mayor will then make her selection based off of that list. The mayor has been very critical of the commission, saying that they're taking too long and that if they don't send her a list of finalists by the end of the year, that she will then declare a state of emergency so she can take over that process and find somebody in a more efficient way. Mm. The commission, on the other hand, have said that they should have a list of finalists prepared by mid-October. Two of the commissioners involved in that process, they have also expressed some interest in including Armstrong in that list of finalists. But it remains unclear if they can do that or if he has to reapply. It also remains unclear if the mayor would take that suggestion seriously. She has said that she does not plan to sit down with him. So there's just so much back and forth going on here, Sarah. And as you mentioned, Tao has refused to declare a state of emergency as the local chapter of the NAACP has urged her to do, calling it it would just be political theater. And that kind of makes me curious about what you make of what's going on right now. Obviously, there's a lot of true safety concerns in Oakland. People are fearful walking around in the city. How much of this debate from your perspective feels like politicking between these groups? Or what do you think is really dividing these camps right now? There are very real concerns in the city right now over public safety. There are incidents like when the woman who was walking her dog around Lake Merritt was shot by an errant bullet and was injured. Or the woman who was shot and killed in the Laurel District by a random bullet. These are incidents that are very unnerving for residents. And you'll see on neighborhood forums, a lot of urging for people to call into city council meetings and to express some of their concerns with city leaders. At the same time, you're also seeing a lot of advocacy and calls for investment in violence prevention. And public safety has always been a political issue in the city of Oakland, but people's fears are very real. I think really what people are looking at next, what I'm looking at next is the selection process for the next police chief, who the finalists will be and who the mayor will select to lead the city's police department in this moment of crisis and how they will, how they will handle it. And I'm sure there will be strong opinions on on all sides of that issue. And I'm sure we'll talk about it then. Sarah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Sarah Ravani covers Oakland and the East Bay for The Chronicle. Find her coverage online at sfchronicle.com and on The Chronicle app. This episode was produced by Keith Manconi and edited by Gary Baca. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 